Welcome to the Unity, the podcast for teens by teens. We share the outstanding achievements and journeys that teenagers have gone through and their process in doing so. In this episode, we're interviewing Poon, a student who's making hospital beds more affordable through his creative origami skills. So, Poon, how was lockdown treating you? Okay, so, um, this is a pretty interesting question, honestly. So I feel like the lockdown can lock me, and I still enjoy doing my activities with my family, but the only thing that really restricts me, it's like, I don't have as much time to spend with my friends, because as you know, like the COVID-19 pandemic restricts everyone up, and also the tiring regulations, like the people have to stick to their house and not go outside as often, which is really mm-hmm. annoying. Mm-hmm. That is straight facts. I miss my friends. Uh, <laughs> were you, when you were, we know that you were attending a boarding school in America. Were you there when the COVID started and yeah. when it actually like became quite a, pandem- a pandemic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pandemic, um, I feel like it really affected my life as a boarding student. So like instead of spending time in America and just enjoying my life, I have to come back to Thailand and take online classes, staring at the computer every single day, doing the homework, not physically interacting with anyone. But like the good thing about this is that it allowed me to spend my time focusing on the academics. So, yeah. Now, I would just like to share my experience with uh, being in America and COVID. So, you know, I'm living with uh, my grandparents and in America, like, half the people don't wear masks. So, I mean, it's quite bad for them to go out. So, you know, it's very restricting to stay. And it makes you just, like, stay in the house all day. You know, I'm kind of losing my mind. <laughs> I think a lot of us are losing our mind staying in our homes for so long. Um, Poon, you said a little bit about your academics. How was, how was like, you t- did you take APs? Yeah, I took two of them, AP Calculus, mm-hmm. AB, and AP Physics 1. Oh. How was how how taking the AP, like, online? Did you take the 3 a.m. one? Um, I took um, 5 uh, p.m. to about 2 a.m., then 3 a.m. to, like, 6, 7. Oh. oh, so you were in the that's same boat as God, That's even worse. <laughs> yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was like from three to six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same a lot of us had it kind of rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mine was like t- eleven to two a.m., three a.m. Yeah, eleven to two rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, well, well, that was so stressful. Yeah, both of us were. Dying, dying. Our blood pressure went up through the roof, my man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. How do we play a game, an instructor game? So let me propose mm-hmm. a question. If you're stuck on an island, what things? What three things are you gonna bring? Uh, you can't bring your phone. Let's start, my Three things. Three things. Okay. Um. First thing, I'm probably gonna bring my, uh, probably gonna bring a flare gun, cause I I'm not a type of person who would want to be stuck alone uh, on an island. I don't know if any one of us are, so probably no get way, a flare yeah. gun. 
<laughs> and find somewhere to get out of that island. Um, second item, probably a machete. Um, being stuck on an island, you know, you gotta find your food sources somehow. So, gotta get that machete, find some food sources, maybe uh, get some coconuts, coconut mm. juice, you know. Um, mm. And the third one, um, I'll probably get myself a tent if I could. Because if I was stuck there for like a long time, then um, gotta find a, a place to stay, a place to sleep, a, a place to get my beauty sleep. <laughs> How about you, team? What would what are three things you would bring? Easy, bro. Uh, first thing, an axe. I gotta chop down some trees, get some coconut. I might go swimming with it. I might go hunt some fishes with it. I might splash the water with it. Demon Slayer, my inspo. Uh, <laughs> a fishing pole. I love fishes. Fishes are so cool. Uh, my third thing will be swimming goggles. Gotta <laughs> get my exercise in, bro. My boy going through full aquatic. <laughs> yeah, I go next. So you know, actually, I, I know I'm, I'm much smarter than you guys. I'm bringing the reality stone. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. You know, I'm going to make this island my own utopia and live there for mm -hmm. eternity. All right, you know what? I'm also going to bring in, like, some, a Kit Kat bar and a corn dog so, so I can get some instant pleasure right where they got on the island. I'm just going to eat it right there. Boom. Then use the reality stone. My life will be great. <laughs> Jesus, like, I don't have to meet the rest of reality. I mean, the, the rest of humanity. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm good. How about you, Poon? What are three things that you would bring? Um, are we stuck in the same island? Um, no. you, you'll be, you, let's just think of it as you'll be alone by yourself. Okay. So, if I'm stuck in an island, the first thing I, I'm going to bring is a boat, and the second is tank of oil and third navigator. So, I'm not going to be stuck in an island having a miserable life, but I'm going to go to where I want to go, to the country where I can live a normal life. Well, my, my, my guy's planning a trip out of there ASAP. <laughs> island life is the best life, my man. <laughs> no cap. I, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> okay, Poon, so, um, not, of, not a lot of us know, not a lot of us know that you go to school in the States, right? Um, what school do you go to? Um, North CU, Mount Herman. Oh, uh-huh. And, like, you're Thai, and, like, being being in the States, does that, like, change, um, like, your identity, or, like, are, any, are there anything you learn from being in the States, knowing that you're, like, Thai? Okay, so, um, I don't feel like learning in America really affects my identity as Thai, because I'm grounded with Thai culture since I was a kid. And also the thing is that I always listen to myself, although I have to adapt myself to the American culture and environment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Have you ever felt like alone though? <laughs> like I don't mm -hmm. know, were there a lot of ties in, in your school? Or other yeah. like fellow Southeast Asian students? Yeah, a lot. My school oh, is there no diversity, so there are people from oh. all over the world. Mm. Yeah, and how would you say the diversity has, like, affected you or, like, uh, made you grow as a person? How, I mean, how did the diversity help me? Or, mm -hmm. 
How does it help you? It's kind of like I have friends on my type. I think that's my opinion, at least. Like, at least I'm not alone in, like, white community or, like, black community. I'm with my, like, Asian fellows and something like that. Uh, the singles for us, like, because we, we go to all, all three of us go to international school, you know, we go to Ruby International School represent. Yeah, and we have an American curriculum. And I would say, even though we're all Asian, actually I'm half Asian, half American. Even though we're all Asian, I would say we became quite Americanized because of the diversity and the uh, American influences in our school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, I mean, I've been friends with Chase for like one year already, and I think I've became like ten percent more American. Thank you, Chase. Welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Poon, do you think? Do you think like you became at least a bit distant with ties as Southeast Asian culture? Like, do you lose some of like maybe some part of like your Thai identity, but then you gain a little bit more of like that Western Western culture. Um. So, I mean, if you're talking about the food, yeah, maybe I have to adapt to eating like American food. But also, my school provide me some Asian food, so I'm fine. But as I mentioned before in the earlier question, I don't feel like I have to come this time from the Thai culture because being myself and like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I understand. American food is great, man. American food is great. I love it. I, 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 okay, in, in my experience, um, I couldn't live with, like, full American food when I, like, took a trip to the States with my parents. Like, I found it very difficult. Like, the quick transition between, like, because Asian food and American food is, like, very different, okay. you know? Yeah. Right? I think food can agree to that. So, like, for me, I think it was very difficult. Was it difficult for you? No, nah. like oh, right. uh-huh. it's because I'm eating a food for games. Games. Yeah. 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 Do you miss? Do you miss eating mama the instant noodle when you're in America? No, because my bag is packed with. Them. Ooh. Oh man! I should have brought my Thinking ahead. <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your favorite um flavor, Poon? Um, the red one. I'm not sure what it is. It's Tom Yum Goong, bro. Is it Tom Yum Goong? Yeah. 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 Okay. Have you said anything other? Tom Yum Goong is just here. Fire. That is straight fire. Yeah. If anyone says any different, they're like their taste buds are messed up. I don't like it seems too spicy for me. Yeah, Jace, that's you're American. <laughs> I can't handle any spice at all, man. <laughs> okay, so let's move on aside from the food talk because I'm getting hungry here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't eat dinner, bro. Okay, so... Poon, not everyone knows what you do for your project, so can you quickly explain what the project is and its objective? So, I did this project creating an affordable way made from sustainable resources or materials 
and donate it to the poor people that can't afford a more expensive plane, basically. Mm. Well, you, you said a little bit about um, sustainable resources, right? So what are these like sustainable resources? There are like wood, bamboos, something like that. Mm. It depends mm-hmm. on the place we can uh, assemble it. Also, oh, you you primarily use wood, wood right? Yeah. Uh, how do you how do you initially like kickstart this project though? Like, did did it just pop into your head like? Hospital beds are expensive. I gotta find like a cheaper, a more affordable way to provide these beds for Thai people. Like, how did, how was your thought process? Yeah, so it happened like three months ago when my friends told me a story of his dad, where so his dad is sick basically, and they are not able to afford a hospital bed that would be put inside their home, so they have to stay in the hospital. So I feel like, I mean. Mm. After searching it up in the internet or Google, looking up how the hospital bed looked like, I feel like I have an idea to design a more affordable ones that have the same function as it, the more expensive ones. Um, so I just, just for just for yeah, go on. Just for our uh, our listeners, Poon's hospital bed is a uh, a hospital bed for people at home, right? Not not in like actual hospitals. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so I just kickstarted this project and worked with my dad designers and come up mm. with some prototypes and end up with the final one. I can send you a picture uh, I got after the podcast. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, so you talked a little bit about like uh, the materials you used in your bed. So like, can you like briefly explain like the science and development process about how you built these hospital beds? Um. So as I mentioned before, like my dad designers, it, like my my dad got a dis- uh my dad got a factory which he has like some designers which helped me in the like during the process, and the machines really made like everything become easier, cutting the wood, assemble it, and like creating like the perfect size, something like that. And how did you incorporate origami into? These beds. How do I incorporate? Oh, okay. Oh, all right. So, if you look at the top piece of the bed, like for for origami, is a concept of folding paper without cutting, gluing, ripping, or just doing it by like folding and creating some two three dimension shapes. So, if you look at the top part of my bed, it is like kind of like a piece of wood, but However, it is bendable, and the patient can lift their body up or even lift their feet up, so they can change the position to an eating position rather than just laying on the bed. Or it would also help the patient blood to to um let it go like oh so it's kind of like circulate a lot of body yeah oh that's really cool so like it's an all in one it can pretty much like go to any like height that it want right yeah mm-hmm. Man, that's quite impressive. That is impressive. Well, Bro, whenever anyway. I try origami, I got a I got a paper cut. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wait, Poon, so are you not using like any sort of knots or glues in doing this? Yeah. So, um, it worked kind of like the same as the Legos. If, if you ever. Yeah, everyone probably played Legos before. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, it's like lock and key. So if it fit, it's gonna stay. If it doesn't, it's not gonna stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite impressive, man. So, what's next? Like, what do you think? What's next? Are you thinking of like expanding? And like, oh, uh, yeah. So, I would like to talk about my recent activity that I did last week, where a company named a, a furniture company named Modern Form bought ten of my beds and he donated to. Royong Hospital, and I also donate myself for two beds. And if you look closely at a bed, okay, look like I have to send you guys some pictures. Um, but if you look closely at a bed, you see like a Modern Foam logo collab with my own brand. Yeah, so it's kind of like my first collaboration. And also, oh, you, street, yeah, Are you guys collaboration. Yeah. So, are, like, is this collaboration, like, they're helping you distribute, or how how does this collaboration thing kind of work? They just buy it. Oh, they just oh. buy it. <laughs> I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. And also, next week, I'm planning to go to Patum Tani Hospital, where i be donating, again, 10 beds. And after that, I have a plan to give it to the disadvantaged people or people that are unemployed to assemble it, giving them wage. And a future plan would be me giving my own project to the NGOs or the the non-governmental organizations to manage it and decide what will happen next. So cool, dude. Okay, so speaking about like other beds, how many beds do you think you'll be able to build? Or, like, how many beds have you built overall? How many? Yeah, like, the quality, uh, the quantities of the beds. In the future or right now? Right now, yeah. Oh, I mean, I just started my project, so it's only, like, 15 beds right now. But, I mean, in the future, it's going to depend on the demands, obviously. Yeah. And regarding the demands, like, are you, are you getting more requests for the beds due to, like, the COVID pandemic that is happening in Thailand right now? Um, yeah. So, um, well, give me five seconds. I have to think. <laughs> Got it. Take your yeah, time, bro. So, um, <laughs> so, so if you follow the news like two months ago or even right now, you hear that there is a lack of hospital bed because of COVID nineteen. Yeah. And so, like after doing some little research, I should I say this? But never mind. If 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 it makes nonsense, just just cut it out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so after doing like a little research, I found that like, over half of the population in Thailand are below the priority line. So, again, just to mention how COVID affects most of the people, as it costs many to be unemployed. Because So I feel like making a more affordable one would allow those people to not spend a lot or an mm. uh, amount of money on hospital rates. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Because, like, you... I think, in my opinion, you'll probably be getting, like, more requests soon because, like, you see, like, over, like... Over capacities of like, ho- like people in hospitals. Like you even see these hospital, like auditoriums or in Thai, I think they call it 
um, uh, Sanat Gilad that are like getting converted into hospitals, right? So I think you'll yeah. definitely get like more um, hospital beds requests because of the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have any like final words you want to say? <laughs> Just contact us via Viri Bay W I R I B E D. Yeah, that's it. All right. This has been Poon and his journey to provide accessibility to hospital beds for the poor. Follow Poon on Instagram here at Pokrit Tirapak. P that's P O K K I R T. G E E R A P A T. I'm sorry if I kind of um, sabotage your name there, but, <laughs> but that has been Poon. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Unity. So as always, stay safe, stay home, stay cool. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.